Hello and welcome to the Euractive Agri-Food Podcast. I'm Natasha Foote. And I'm Gerardo Fortuna. And here's your weekly update on all things agriculture and food in the EU from Euractive's Agri-Food News team. So Gerardo, our last podcast of the year. Last podcast of the year. Can you believe we're here already? Yeah, I mean, don't worry, I'm going to come back um, in January. Only of this year, yeah, last of this year. Not last of all time. Don't worry, loyal listeners. Yeah, you, you start. You started with this uh, scaremongering intro, but <laughs> it was like clickbait. <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> I'm like, what? The last what? <laughs> no, just last one of the year. Um, so we wanted to do something uh, a bit more relaxed and uh, and um, but also interesting, mm-hmm. uh, which was which is basically a collection of our thoughts on uh, what the year has been. Bit of what a wrap the, up, right? Yeah, a wrap up, and also to see uh, a bit uh, the next the, the topic that we're gonna uh, deal with in the coming months of mm-hmm. uh, 2022. Yes, plenty coming up. So I was thinking of you know having a little look back, nostalgic moment <laughs> on this year that was a wild year for all of us. You know, the, the nostalgic. Uh, the title of this podcast would be nostalgia. 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 <laughs> nostalgia for this weird and wonderful 2021 for sure we we could feel this nostalgia for the common agricultural policy yeah the whole thing could be that basically. Well, the, don't worry it's not but <laughs> it's not yeah but the, the good memories that we had um in covering the the actual negotiation mm. that start they started in 2020 november but they basically took the you know the the, the the most interesting parts of the negotiation uh, happened in uh, in 2021. Mm-hmm. So this year, and what a uh, ride it was! Uh, yeah, what a ride! I mean, mm, for us, it was a very good moment, um, even from our our personal career, no, because uh, uh, we had a lot of exposure and um, we did some very cool stuff. Um, that were unconceivable for such a niche topic like uh, policy. We had yeah, uh, everyone got we, involved. We had we had a very successful live blog. You remember? Mm-hmm. We were uh, cool for like five minutes. We got a five minutes of yeah. <laughs> of fame. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. And um, our mission is to keep the cap cool. Now, actually, we had two two live blogs, and we had one on the <laughs> on the vote, but it was in twenty twenty on the vote at the parliament, and one oh, for yeah. the oh, unsuccessful yeah. uh, super trilogue, mm-hmm. super duper bigger trilogue. Yeah, the second one. How did they call it? Was it? It was the super trilogue, wasn't it? And then there was another one. No, the super trilogue. Yeah, I think it's jumbo. Jumbo, the jumbo, jumbo trilogue. The super jumbo. trilogue was in March. How did we forget jumbo? And then there was the jumbo trilogue. Yeah, the, there was the famous um, headline: "Welcome to the jumbo." Mm. Of our, of uh, one You're of particularly our... proud of that, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, because the jumbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and but in general, um, even in in this space. Um, We've been quite proud of uh, of uh, hosting basically all the uh, voices involved in these negotiations, uh, starting from the actual negotiator. We had an interview with um, uh, Portuguese Agri Minister uh, Maria do Antunes. Um, mm-hmm. We had one with Norbert Linz, uh, who's the agriculture committee, the chair of the agriculture committee of the European Parliament. So one of the main negotiator, let's say the 
there were three negotiators, of course, but I mean Norbert Lees uh, has always been in the in the room together with them. And we had, of course, the commissioner Janusz Wojciechowski, um before the jumble trial. This episode has just turned into this big, like, humble brag <laughs> of how well we covered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true, it's true. <laughs> of course, we always hosted a lot of um, stakeholders, uh, yeah. uh, industry, NGOs. Uh, um, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm super proud of what. Uh, yeah, this is a bragging moment. In- <laughs> yeah. And while we're on a bragging moment, I have a personal high from the cap from the cap negotiations, which was the moment. Just one, that, just one. Well, no, obviously too many to count, of course. But if I had to pick one, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a standout moment for me, which is when. The uh, the agricultural commissioner Janusz Wojciechowski punned my name on Twitter. But what was the pun, Tash? So I was talking about you know these talks resuming. I was saying what's going on. You know it's all changing. It's all interesting. And he replied basically being like you know we're we're working on different things to keep you on your toes or foot. You are. But um, foot with an e, obviously. It was, it was actually quite funny. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good pun. It's a good pun. I didn't see it coming. Good timing. I didn't see it coming. Excellent pun. I mean, we all know that both of us are big fans of the pun. And okay, one, well played, one, well played, Janusz. One might point out that, you know, during negotiation, he's spending time... Punning. Uh, uh, Punning. <laughs> But it's actually a good exer- exercise for creativity because actually mm. it took a bit of creativity to to find the final uh, deal. Eh? Mm. Uh, you remember the 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 most um, dramatic moments, the hours when the the council came up with a proposal for the scheme with mm-hmm. the floor of uh, dun, dun, 80, 18%, yeah, and it was uh, rejected by the parliament and then they decided basically to... This was during the Jumbo trial. Mm. Um, yeah, and then uh, they finally reached an agreement in uh, June. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- this is actually one of the best moments, the, the fact that uh, the commissioner was planning your name uh i'd say that the other other two important moments are um basically when we hosted the spittle bug in this uh, in this podcast <laughs> you probably remember that we we Here had we this go. exclusive no spittle bug again <laughs> yeah we basically um had the the mating song of this um Past. It's not even the past. It's a it's a carrier mm. of uh, of the bacteria, xylel, and we basically and, and and there's a group of scientists and researchers uh, trying to, um, you know, it's it's basically integ- integrated pest management. Huh? So they basically try to destroy. It. It's uh, actually talk about being creative. You know, this is it's such an interesting and very innovative approach to pest control. Of course, of course, it's incredible. Of Just course. the sounds, you know. Yeah, and then the sound, yeah, yeah, and um, so basically, you have to when once you finish this uh, podcast, you can um, check the previous episodes. Uh, there's mm. one called Spittlebug or something like that. I'll put the link and, below. The or link the, put the link below. Yeah, mm. and um, yes, another another cool moment in our top three uh, moments of the year is the, when we moment. actually, yeah, when we actually. <laughs> addressed the 
agriculture committee at the European Parliament. Uh, but uh, yeah, some a few weeks ago. But let's come back on the main uh, um, themes of this 2021. So we mentioned the economic agricultural policy. What are the yeah. other four uh, top team? We have four more. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so our second top moment um, where we caused a bit of a, to quote your favorite word, Gerardo, a bit of a ruckus, um, was about this um, this JRC report from the European Commission on the, uh, the potential effects of the EU's flagship food policy, the farm to fork strategy. So this wasn't like an impact assessment, but it was a kind of technical report, I think is what they called it, um, about potential effects um, that arise from these these sustainable and green ambitions. Um, but 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 the the moment I'm talking about here wasn't the publication of the report, which happened uh, very quietly in the middle of August this year. But actually, no one noticed it. Let's no say. one noticed it. Just under the radar. Just whoop, right in the middle of everyone's holidays. Everyone's on the beach. And no one's worrying about the farm to fork strategy. Um, but actually, the moment I'm talking about is the moment that um, Euractiv exclusively revealed that actually the the study um, was ready back in January. So the Commission had actually sat on this study for six months and chose to publish in August, which is. What everyone was saying, very, you know, these conspiracy theories flying around about this report, when it was ready, if it was ready, et cetera, et cetera. And actually, we ended up seeing documents that showed, yes, it was ready to be published and that there'd been a decision taken not to publish back in January, which ended up being quite a big story. Um, you know, it was debated by MEPs. Like, lots of people weren't happy about this. Um because I have to say, I didn't mention this, but because the report did find that there were some unfavorable outcomes or likely to be some unfavorable outcomes of the sustainable ambitions um, in the agricultural sector. Um, so that was a, a sneaky move and an interesting moment from the commission. So basically the first theme of the year was how good we were at covering the <laughs> common agricultural policy negotiation. And the second one, how good we were and, and uh, scooping the mm. postpone. So Basically what we're saying is follow your active. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, let's come back wow. to some serious... No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, the, the, the third uh, theme, the third trend is this, uh, not appeasement, but I mean, this um, relaxed um, state of tension between the US and, uh, and uh, the EU on the trade aspects. We remember uh, the 2020 actually uh, saw the famous lobster deal, which was basically a, an olive branch after years of, of trade tension. Um, so opening the, the EU market to the main lobster, main, like main, the, the state in the US. Uh, you seem to remember this also sparked quite a good agri-food brief title from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I messed like, up. Uh, remember that? Uh, so long for all the loves, so loves. long and thanks for all the lobster, for all the lobster. Yeah, yeah, although yeah. I accidentally published it with so long and thanks for all the fish it's just Indeed. such a catchy song as I was writing Indeed. it I couldn't, care, couldn't help myself so let's say that in March uh, the the two the, the agriculture boss of the US Tom Vilsack the new one and uh, the newly appointed and the and 
the blocks boss uh, Janusz Wojciechowski had a phone call quite a, a quite a nice call and they basically recognized the importance of free and fair trading system uh, between the uh, two sides of the Atlantic so um, it was a long process uh, and uh, with, with actually with other tension in between, uh, like when Vilsack launched this uh, uh, global coalition, which was basically addressed against the uh, Green Deal ambition. So basically, uh, it, it was a bit like uh, you said before with the uh, GRC report. So basically, the the US are pushing on keeping the productivity um, the food productivity at higher levels, uh, while uh, the Commission has, you know, a, a more a greener ambition, let's say. Just that they've got slightly different paths. Yeah. <laughs> no, when I say slightly different paths, I mean. <laughs> but in but in the end, we, they basically um, they are all basically on the same uh, page. Um, apart from this little so they tension. Say. Yeah. So they At say, least on the surface. On the surface, in, in November, no, it was in October. They had this meeting uh, in Brussels. Uh, where they at least pretended to be <laughs> on the same page. <laughs> so it's it's a good, uh, actually, it's a good development, um, you know, easing the tension between uh, the US and the EU. It's a nice look back, but also a look forward in the same, because, India. yeah, as I said, they made all the right noises. Let's see how this translates. Yeah. But what else? I mean. What else? All... What else have we got? Well, this year was a really big year for animal welfare. You know, animal welfare was really on the commission's agenda or menu, as we so often like to say. Um, we saw the um, the end the cage um, initiative that was, um, you know, it was a, a citizens initiative that was looking to ban cages in farming. And actually, the commission backed this after there was, I think, there was over a million signatures on this, and the commission's responded saying, "Yes, um, we're going to work towards a ban on cages um, and come up with a legislative proposal on this by 2023." So that, I mean, that was a huge move that's going to really change the face of animal farming um, in the EU. But there were also, in general, um, a, a lot of movement on animal welfare. Um, I think it's an area that the commission is increasingly yeah. is doing a lot of work on. There's a lot of focus on. Um, there was the ANIC committee, you know, with the animals, uh, animals and transport, looking at that and various different reports. Um, the ANIC committee in the parliament. In the parliament, yes. Yes. I know I've just got so acronymized. Acrony yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to de-jargon me this time. It was the other yeah, way around yeah, last week. Like last week. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. It's becoming more and more... Um, A key theme. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, even... even uh, it actually started during the German presidency. So mm. at the last semester of 2020. But uh, uh, we've seen an increase in... Uh, and, um, you know, how many times this topic of animal welfare has been mentioned by the commissioners and by the MEPs uh, yeah. in their public speeches is, uh, you know, it's, it's quite a lot. It's, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's a huge increase. Um, so, yeah, animal welfare. But we actually kind of forecast that <laughs> in the look ahead uh, last year. So that's why. <laughs> I'm not going to name this podcast nostalgia. I'm going to name it Humble Brag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this was uh, again the the fourth topic is how good we are at predicting stuff. <laughs> and uh, and lastly, uh, another interesting theme. Uh, My favorite was, theme. Yeah, that, 
it's true that it's not really new because it's um we always talk about the organic uh, matter oh, what you're going to talk about soils yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the organic matter of uh, in in soils oh uh, soil preserving, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> preserving uh, soil let's say mm. uh, which is basically the the real raw material uh, of agriculture the real black uh, gold as i once yeah. referred to it another an another agri food brief yeah indeed <laughs> and um yeah it's always been a, a team but we can say that this year something happened mm-hmm. and um, particularly some initiative yeah yeah there was the eu soil strategy um, which actually outli- outlined plans for a soil health law by 2023. So I think the idea is basically to bring soil onto the same legal footing as air and water, which is something that campaigners and stakeholders have been calling for for many years. Um, but definitely a lot more, a lot more, uh, a lot more movement happening on soil, a lot more focus on soil. Um, there'll be a lot of conversations about what this law entails and the effects that it has on the agricultural sector um, over the next year before the the proposal as i said in 2023 yeah yeah it's it's um, a good development yes it's it's always uh, the commission saying that at a certain point <laughs> in the future we'll do something but still sure. it's um it's the commission i'm joking it's um uh it's it's a good development and mm-hmm. uh our our listeners will probably remember that we had the opportunity to interview the Warsaw champion on this yes. uh, on this page. That was so, also again, a personal highlight. Very another, exciting. Another thing to to check uh, for you. You know, you, you have some homeworks for, for the Christmas. Uh, All linked below. I don't, I, I don't know you, but in, in Italy, we we have uh, homeworks in, for the Christmas time. You mean school from from school? Yeah, like we have. Uh, you're not going to school, but you actually have to do some homework. Yeah, we had homework too. We usually had exams in January. Ah, so okay, okay, okay. That was actually even worse, I'd say. Yeah, it's it's quite it's quite yeah yeah yeah. Okay, let's move to the. That's not nostalgia. That's the opposite. Yeah, that's not nostalgia. <laughs> that's the opposite I'm, thing. I feel a bit podcast. a bit anxious now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, um, uh, just to summing up again, our main teams uh, in this 2021 where the uh, final cap down you know the common agricultural policy of course the postponement of the uh, GRC uh, report on farm to fork uh, the ease of the EU US trade relation these the, of these relations animal welfare and uh, soil yes. new um, focus on soil in uh, the in uh, policy making Well, that's enough of looking back and now let's look forward because we have lots of things to look forward to in the new year um lots of things that we'll we'll be covering and and bringing you all the latest on um so what to watch for the new year well our number one our number one thing to watch is actually going back to where we started um on this podcast which is back to the cap because although it is ah, over, on, you said it was over i know you, you i know started- by saying it's so the coming we like to raise the hopes and then dash them on this yeah. podcast so we said oh it's over out oh, psych no it's not actually there's another chapter to go before really it's over when the cap comes into force in january 2023 because next year is all about these tr- national strategic plans 
Um, now these plans are, uh, as we've said many times, they're a way, you know, they're part of this idea of shifting responsibility from uh, the EU to member states. So each member state has to create an own individualized kind of action plan of its green ambitions, depending on the certain circumstances of each country. So um, there's a lot that's being pegged on these plans because they are the main vehicle by which the Commission are looking to to carry out all of its big Green Deal ambitions because they're not linked in any other way um, to the cap. And obviously, campaigners are seeing this as a kind of a last ditch attempt to green the cap as much as possible because you know, there is actually still a lot to play for here um, in terms of what, you know, what the member states decide. The problem is the ball is basically entirely in the member states court. You know, the commission's going to review these drafts by the end of this year. And so in January, I guess we will all be talking about what these, what were in these drafts, what happened, who was late, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they will review them and come back to them, but really it's on the member states now. So all eyes on member states. And obviously here is also where I put a plug. Um, we have your actives network that will be feeding us information from each of the different member states about what's going on um, in each different plan and, and what stage each country is at. So that's something definitely to watch the beginning of the new year and throughout the whole year, actually next year. I mean, not each because we don't have an office in Cyprus, but... We don't have an office in Cyprus. Okay, fine. We don't have an office in Cyprus, but we have an office in many places and we're going to be getting information from where we have offices. And after these, um, you mentioned, you know, it's, it's going to start in, in January already, but there's another main event uh, currently scheduled in March, uh, which is the uh, proposal of uh, overhauling the current framework on pesticides, the, the sustainable use of pesticide directive, uh, which is, you know, it's it's a it promises a, a big battle, <laughs> and uh, it's part of the farm to fork um, uh, framework, farm to fork strategy. So basically the political ambition of the commission to uh, renew certain aspects of um, and, and making, of course, the uh, food supply chain more sustainable. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's open. It's open. I mean, and, and we're quite um, uh, looking forward to see what the commission uh, will try to put in place um, to fulfill uh, its environmental ambition when it comes to the use of uh, more sustainable pesticide, uh, particularly, as we mentioned before, on um, IPM and see how we can um, how we can push. Because there was recently um, um, an auditor, uh, a report from the auditors uh, that you actually covered, Tash, um, saying that basically, uh, despite the push in the sustainable use directive, the first, not the first one, but I mean the, um, yeah, the original proposal, uh, IPM is not that developed, uh, integrated pest management and, um, it needs to, and, and some action needs to be put in place to, uh, for the uptake of this, uh, um, alternative to the use of chemical pesticides. Um, and speaking of pesticide, mm -hmm. what comes next? Yeah, um, on the same theme, there is also this, uh, the renewal of the approval of um, glyphosate. So this is the very controversial herbicide, but it's also the most widely used herbicide 
um, if not in the world, definitely in the EU, I'd say. Um, so uh, this is authorised in the EU currently, but this uh, authorisation is set to expire in December 2022, um, which is coming up rapidly. So expect a big push on lobbying next year. Um, we're in the, it, it was in late 20, uh, 2019, the renewal process was launched to decide whether this approval should be expanded. Um, and so that's definitely something to watch because there will be a lot of <laughs> a lot of discussion on this. Indeed, that's a very good article published on your uh, mm. active, this website. This, uh, this website this, this you website. might have heard of. By <laughs> uh, our colleague, Julia uh, Dam. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, um, she's basically doing this... Um, um you know basically collection of uh you know voices and yeah, yeah. yeah basically the main issue when it comes uh, to uh, the health safety and also the environment uh, mm. uh, aspects in the renewal of uh, of uh, the renewal process of uh, glyphosate i strongly suggest you to have a look at Definitely. and also i mean uh, she's basically doing a, um um giving more information on uh, what point we are at the moment which is basically, the, the efsa basically the food safety agency uh closed the application the, the submission for application on um the 22nd of november so we are uh, they assessing um what they've collected uh, uh, surprisingly argentina was the <laughs> country uh yeah, with the a lot of, what was that about the highest number of submissions yeah mm. i assume there's some kind of um campaign or something like that mm. but um yeah and there's also another aspect um actually two aspects that are quite linked um the um Overall of the of two framework, the one on promotional policy and the other one on uh, uh, geographic indications. Um, yes, they're both in, quite interesting, also because it's uh, it's more about what the DG Agri will decide to do in the next month, because we know that the, there have been some cuts and. Uh, and uh, and also the amount of work is is increasingly growing so it's important to see how they're going to restructure some of their main uh, their main um, workload i mean it's it's it's, it's about assessing the driving indications and also the uh, pushing this promotional policy um but there's also another big theme is the last one Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, well, I think it's going to be a big year, although we've been talking about it a lot this year as well, actually, but it's also going to continue into next year. And that is on gene yeah, it could have been. It could have been one of the... the it could have been, actually. The, I was the just publication thinking, of the study. I was just thinking that as as I was saying it, like, mm, that's probably also kind of a key moment or a key but theme. Because we year. predicted that it could have been a topic for the look forward. So mm. it's all... Well, it's definitely a look forward. It's a look back and a look forward, this topic. I mean, gene editing, we've been talking about it all year. Um, well, increasingly talking about it, actually. Yeah, because... since, since the ECJ ruling. So 2018. Exactly. Yeah, actually, several years. Um, but there's quite a lot of movement happening um at the moment in terms of at the level of the commission because they're currently reviewing the eu's rules on this technology after there was this publication i think as you just mentioned gerardo the publication of a study 
on new genomic techniques or gene editing, um, which concluded that the EU's current legal framework on GMOs is insufficient for this technology. So since the Commission's launched um, this action to have a look into the rules on the technology, no one really knows exactly what that means. The Commission seems to be kind of increasingly in favour of this technology. Um, there was a high-level event on gene editing last week where um, there were several commissioners. I mean, there was the Health and Safety, Health and Food Safety Commissioner, Sela Kiriakides, as well as Vice President Franz Timmermans, who were who really made some favourable noises in terms of gene editing. Um, but what will also be interesting, I think, for the, ne the next year to watch how this whole conversation develops is um, around the fact that the, uh, you know, looking, at the, looking at Germany, looking at the German government, looking at this new um, green agri-minister that is coming into Germany, um, you know, the party, the Green Party has obviously always had this very traditional, fiercely anti GMO and gene editing um, stance, but there's this new coalition, this new agricultural minister. Um, he's a fairly seems fairly pragmatic in terms of his approach to things. There are some dissenting voices in the party. We're not sure how this is going to kind of, you know, could this tip the balance in terms of the the gene editing discussion? That's really the the question. So I think there's a lot to look at here uh, in the coming year on the issue of gene editing. Um, a lot of emotion around this topic, a lot of lobbying. We'll be talking a lot about this for sure. So that's all from us this week. And this week, like every week, the Euractive Agri-Food podcast was produced by Euractive's Agri-Food news team. That's Gerardo Fortuna and Natasha Foote with the technical support of our podcast producer, Ebi Kiori. And you can also find this podcast on all major streaming platforms. That includes Amazon, Apple, Spotify and Stitcher. And be sure to subscribe to our newsletter so that you don't miss the latest agriculture news from the EU. I'm Gerardo Fortuna. Thanks for listening and see you next year.